Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. Boom. What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Malona, and welcome to another edition of LGR Reviews. This week, it is episode two of the hottest show out here. The Last of Us. Yep. The Last of Us on HBO Max. We watched it literally 20 minutes ago. This is like kind of instant reaction. We're reviewing it right away. No, no pause. Going straight into it. But I'm not just reviewing it by myself. I got my litany of crew, the camaraderie, the the hooligans mm-hmm. of LGR. The four sexiest uh, people on the internet. Goddamn <laughs> right. The man who just said that is the sexiest man alive. My main man, Hambo. Hambo, how are hey, you? Let, let me tell you something. This is you want to know. You said we we're doing instant reactions. Here goes my mm-hmm. instant reaction. And it has to do what I did on our entertainment news break this week. And that's fucking dude. What? Oh, Chef's oh, oh. kiss. Chef's standing kiss. no fucking ovation. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Stand it up. Stand, stand up. Stand up. Standing standing. Ovation. We're standing. Yeah, We're, standing. We're standing, baby. This show We're standing. Is We're standing. Beautiful. Oh my it god. Amazing. Yes. It's fantastic. Go. It hits you right. It oh hits you god. right where you want to be hit at. All right, those things, man. Right where we it, it is uh just uh, Justin Justin. Uh, just uh, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, let me int- let me introduce the other people. All okay. right, but joining us again, we got our main man, Matt. Matt, how are you, my man? Yo, great. And fucking man, this episode was something. The man has the second greatest beard on the internet. <laughs> oh, okay, scratch that. Third behind me, and Justin. All right, all right. But a man who doesn't have a beard but is also amazing. Joining mm. us for the first time, a man who actually wanted to be on the first one, but unfortunately we couldn't do it. It was a little late for him. But this time we hit we hit we hit the time just right. It is main man, Alex. Alex, how are you, my man? Doing good. As a man with no beard, but does have a beard slightly, you know, it's not five o'clock shadow. I'm here and (laughs) I'm happy to be reviewing this show. That's good. That's good. Alex is is another one of the game, the um, one of the game users. He played, he's played the game and you've also played two as well, Alex. One and the second one. Yep. Yep. Uh, That's the, uh, I've only played one, unfortunately, but we have both played. I think me, Justin and Alex have all played the game, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, the that first game. Almost, I, yeah, the first game. I haven't played the first game in a while. I think Alex has played it more recently than us, Justin. Yeah, I haven't um, played it in a while either. I yeah. played it when it first came out, like a, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same, one same. thing though, before we get too far, I do want to ask because, like, my son did not love. He played through the second one all the way through, beat it, and mm-hmm. every all this stuff. He even played it like a second time, and then he had a problem with the second one. He didn't like it as much as the first one. 
but me and him had this very lengthy discussion about the game and I, and I told him, you know, reasons why they did certain things, right. That made sense. Mm -hmm. He went and played it again, came back and said, dad, I'm glad we had that talk because I thought it was bad. I thought everything I had to do was bad, but you know what? It wasn't like it was after I talked to you about it. And he actually enjoys still not as much as the first one, obviously, well, yeah. but he enjoys well, the second one. Now. Yeah. Alex, what is your thoughts on, because this is contention well, between well, well, the well, base. What well, did you think about the game too? You know what, Alex, give, give us your quick thoughts on that. Cause I, I want to, I want to add uh, the wrinkle to our reviews that is a little wrinkle. All right. Yep. Alex, your quick thoughts on uh, the the tension. Last of Us Two, the game. Um, so I played the first one back. I played both of these games back to back in uh, in 2020. Um, I played the the remastered of. I didn't play the new remaster that just came out. I didn't play that. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, though I will say, you know, I I'm a big you know I'm a big gamer. I love zombie games. And so, um, ZZM zombie yeah. custom maps is what some men used to well, call it, even though of, I loved a lot of zombie custom maps from, uh, you know, Call of Duty and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, fan of, uh, you know, Call of Duty zombies and whatnot, and, you know, watching Walking Dead. This is it, it, the game was very different from a lot of those other properties. Mm -hmm. And it was a very contained story. And I, and I really, uh, enjoyed that. However, and Justin, you mentioned the, la the the second one. How you had that big discussion? I think the second one is. I don't, I don't know if I want to say polarizing, but I'll say it is very controversial in a, in a certain way. Um, I, and after playing both games, I've never played a game that put me in such a mental, um, just a cannonball of just sadness. And just mixed emotions all around. It is one of the most not not just not just video game, but just uh, pieces of media I've ever experienced. It is one of the most hardest things I've ever had to play through, just because of the emotion behind it. And um, for that, and having to tackle that, I, th I think I kind of give it more of a. Of a I kind of like that game a little bit more, and gotcha. we can talk about that a little bit later. But I still really like the first game. Like no, no. Yeah, we can't talk about the actual part two of the game too much because that's going to be spoiler territory. But mm -hmm. Ferris, man, show us your trick. Show us why the we're wrinkle from everybody else. The wrinkle. The wrinkle. We will be playing the game. Scratched it. Move then. All right. We'll be playing the game as we review it. As we talk about it, go through the today's episode. I shall be playing the game. I so the la last review we ended the review before I got to the same as. As in the sh in the show, in the show, we're outside. Unfortunately, uh, I, I didn't get there enough because I, I, we didn't want to go too long. We just kind of keeping these like under max an hour. But I've moved forward. I am outside. I had just killed the guard, like in the movie. We had just killed him. But in the game, it's a little different because in the game, I still have to get away from guards to safety. But in the in the show, we were already in safety in in a in a random house, and she Ellie's asleep. So let's go down the aisle. Let me let me throw this off. Let me, I want to be. Let me be nice. So going downward, Justin, your overall thoughts in the on on the on this week's episode as I play the game. You kind of got that a little bit at the very beginning, man. Because I, I like look, me, you know, like I said on uh, Entertainment News Break that we do every Tuesday, we uh, talk about the entertainment news and stuff. And one of the things more recently was like in the news, like how these people like watch these films and everything else. And they stand up and they give these standing ovations. And then they time how long the ovation is. 
and then they release it in the news like, oh, don't worry, darling had a 17 minute nonstop standing ovation and everything. I already I died. Just, I already died. But with that being said, uh, you know, like, and, and we gave them crap for that, and and I. And it's understandable, right? Like, wow, we don't care about none of that crap. These people are just, you know, trying to uh, uh, brag or, 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 you know, just try to look good in front of the crowd or whatever. And they stand up and give these ovations. We made fun of it, right? But, and since we've done that couple of episodes where we talked about that, this is the first time that I legitimately have seen something new, that I legitimately have seen anything that would make me, uh, want to like give a standing ovation and i've done it twice for this uh for the first episode and i've done it now for the second episode this is beautiful it is beautifully done beautifully set up the characters the writing the scenes the set while we, we watched it do a re little reaction recorded reaction hopefully we can get some stuff together out there to put out there for you guys as soon as possible but yeah just our our natural reactions the stuff that we're seeing and everything else like just everything on this deal the design of how they made these like uh uh clickers these zombies you know that are different because of the fungus type thing how they made them uh look and transition from the video game to the show looked amazing looked just uh super great super scary super horrifying and they're supposed to be and all that and it's just I can't like at the end of this episode. Oh my God. I literally think if they would have just came out and said, we're doing a trilogy of films for the last of us, uh, that you put these two episodes back to back and you have without a shadow of a doubt, the best, it would be the number one. There would be no argument. I don't know of anything that you could pull out or say, Video game wise to the movie to the big screen that, that these two episodes back to back edited together, put into the big screen, put into your local community, put into your local movie theater would be the greatest ever video game transition to the big screen ever. The only reason why you can't technically say that right now is because it's in a show format on HBO Max. But if they would have just done that. I'm telling you right now, if they put these two shows back to back, these two episodes back to back, put them together and put them out in the movie theater next week, I spend top dollar. I will spend more money than I normally would for a big blockbuster film to watch these two back to back in a movie theater on the big screen with that sound and everything else that you get out of a movie theater and eat my popcorn and enjoy every second of it. And I would do that next week. So if they want my money, and I think a lot of other people's money, they would actually do that and possibly either set that up for like when this season is completely done or hell, do it two weeks from now. How hard of a work does it got to be just to put these two episodes back to back? Like you literally don't even have to do any work. You just splice them together because I'm telling you, it would be the greatest, the best ever video game to movie adaption ever. Just period. Matt. Um, there, big uh, man, I, I, like I, I said on the last one, I've never played the game, so it, this is all new to me. But uh, man, like the world that they built here looks so amazing. Like the growth on everything shows just how long no one's done nothing around there, and the cars and getting all. Oh, I love it. But just, I was so impressed with that makeup work tonight. I couldn't believe it. It looked amazing. 
that's about yeah, all ahead. I got to say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Alex. I um, no, I I I love the first episode, by the way, and I I really enjoyed this one. Um, it it only gets better from here. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, yeah, Justin, like you mentioned, if if you did put this in a theater, like all the episodes together, like that would be something. Just, I mean, it'd be almost like a fever dream to have to do it. But if they were to ever to adapt this and put this on a movie format, my thing is you probably would have to. I would see it as like a, like a Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy situation. You got to expand that shit, and you got to make at least each episode like three to or each movie three to four hours long, and that that's the only way you're gonna do it. And this show really, really defines and really you know um, expresses how you can do and adapt a really well told story from a video game into a show. Talk about talk a little real quick. I'll be right back, guys. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Here's the thing uh, with you know this, a lot of the uh, and a lot of people are talking about this video game curse. And I know you guys were talking about it last week and whatnot. Um, this game is one is known as one of the best story told video games um, ever. We, you know, we put that up there with Red Dead Redemption one and two, uh, The Last of Us, God of War, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, The Last yeah. God of Wars. But when you look at or, or and maybe even Max Payne and Uncharted, you know, those those are also big candidates as well for Gears of War. Um, but back then, you know, you have a lot of these action games that don't really have as much story to them. You're like, all right, you got to go around this map and capture all these objectives, blah 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 blah, and then Far Cry, Far Cry is pretty much like that, you know. This game has its own set story, and that's what sets it apart because, you know, it's so structured with that narrative. It's so structured with this potent storytelling. Compared to, like, another game, you know, like something like Just Cause, where Just Cause is just a dude with a grappling hook running around an island and then on uh, saving this uh, island from a corruption of this these people putting fortresses everywhere. And you, you're probably going to have to do some creative liberties with that if you did adapt it. But I mean, man, the story is there, and they're doing it. They're they're actually doing it, and uh, I couldn't be more just happy for, you know, what uh, this team has done. You know, yeah. No, and like like I said earlier uh, when we were talking about it, getting a lot of feedback. Yeah, there's a yeah. You got to mute something. There oh. it went. It went away. But it, sorry about that, guys. Who's watching this uh, afterwards? But uh, yeah, but. This is the thing. If you take the first episode and this second episode, like I said, and put them together, that's a two and a half hour movie. All right, guys. Yeah, Sorry about that. Two and a half hour no movie. And the thing I said about the first episode, uh, straight up, was on the first episode, if you added about 30, 45 minutes worth of movie and made it more dramatic at the end, you know, basically added a third act where all the climax came together, like you'd be like, oh, damn, this is a really good movie. Well, they did that with this second episode. And yeah. that's what I'm saying is like this second episode's got everything you want. Like the first episode was like the build up up to the where you get to the precipice where they got to leave. You know, things are going to happen. You're still learning about stuff. And then the second episode was like, OK, there you go, guys. Uh, we're going to introduce you to one of the craziest creatures in any video game. One yeah. of the things I said when we were watching it the first time is like, dude, imagine like. Brandy was there watching the reaction with us. She obviously is not this huge horror freaked fan and out. stuff like that. She yeah. freaked, freaked out. out. 
Yeah, she freaked out. She's even in the background right now. You can't see her. She's in the background right now. She didn't want to be alone. She wanted to be able to be with some people talking about the show and stuff like that afterwards. <laughs> so she's she's back there hanging out just because of the simple fact she didn't want to be alone right now because she just had to watch that. And the thing is, is like, yeah, it, it this this episode brought the horror. It brought the the tension, man. The tension was there almost from the get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that was great. And that was awesome. And it was like, man, the creatures, dude, the clickers. Like, I knew what was coming because I played the game. But it was like, man, how are they going to be able to do it on the show? Yeah. Dude, oh, my God. Like, you talked about it, Matt, earlier, the, the makeup and everything else. And I love the fact that there's not necessarily – there was a little bit more in this episode than the first episode, obviously. But they don't rely on just gore, right? Yeah. It's not just about gore. Right. It's not just about things, heads totally exploding all the time and everything else. Like the glorious thing I'd say in this particular episode was like the guy who was like killed uh, that was like shot in the head or whatever. Whenever they walked into that one place and they like moved the body over a little bit and he moves his head. Yeah. Like you see all the blood and stuff down on the ground. Yeah. But like, dude, just the terrifying and the noise. I wanted to see. Oh, my gosh. Like what? Like when the noise starts happening from the clickers, yeah. like br someone like Brandy's already like, oh God, oh God, what's going on? What's happening? Kind of that thing. That sound is going to be horrifying for most people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like the chainsaw in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, except now it's for these. I hope this isn't the only time that we get something like this. I hope uh, we get a more of the clickers and stuff like that and they don't just jump away from them completely. Uh, in the game, you obviously did get them more and everything else. Uh, but there's other things that happens in the game. It's according to how far this first season is going to take us, right? Like how far in the journey of that first game are they going to take us? Because like those games, you can get 50 to 100 hours of playtime, right? Uh, yeah. So like we're obviously not going to get that many hours in a show. Uh, so how far do they take us? How far do we get in the story of the first game in this first season? That's what I'm interested in the most. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, a full season for the full first game. But we're going to find out about that as it comes along because I didn't really read into this a lot because I didn't want to get spoiled on, like, what they were going to do and stuff. But, man, let me tell you something. Whew, it's just amazing, man. It's awesome. But, we'll, like, one of the things I want to get everybody else's thoughts, like, on it, too, is, like, uh, about those uh, clickers, about the zombies that we get, like, the ones that are fully formed that's not just been freshly bit. What did y'all think about how they were able to translate that from the game to the show? We'll start with you, Matt. I had only seen uh, like very few images, <clears throat> but that it looked dead on. But like the like the protruding bone, I, it's like bone, right? That's coming out of them. It's like these little tentacle things. Like uh, it's I can't remember what they call it, uh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like the, oh, the things that come oh, out, I of, out of I ran out of ammo. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about oh, out of their skull. That's like bone, right? That's coming out of their skull. The clicker. It's like maybe bone but it may just be almost like soft material kind of like uh like Probably a like, mushroom yeah some type of soft tissue oh okay. some type of weird looking muscle well that stuff looks so it's so 3d hey, like oh it was grossing me out looking at it but man I'm, i was out of ammo man uh, what i really love though was that ammo, they man. kept the show tense the whole time but it kept moving like it wasn't like uh, 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 uh. it was just like oh my god dude we gotta get through here dude like get out of here <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Alex. Yeah, what did you think, Alex? Um, so I don't know I don't know if you guys did watch it, but like do you guys watch like the app so Justin, you bet you didn't Alex, your your feedback 
You're doing some. Yeah, feedback. I don't know what is up. I don't know if you need to plug in your uh, microphone now, or Alex. Something, something else. Talk now. Yeah. yeah okay. Now, now it's gone. Yeah. Now it's you're gone. good. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys watch like because I know Justin. You said you don't want to watch like the after the show a special or whatever the uh, whatever it's called after the episode premieres. But um, I watched that a little bit and you know they talked about the development of how they kind of uh, cre- recreated the whole look of the cordyceps from damn the it, games. Damn it! You the, know what? Into the show. You know what? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> and no, um, I'm, I'm out of ammo, dog. I'm out of ammo. I'm screwed. So, you know, let me let, let me. You gotta me. sneak around, Ferris. Like I'm trying to sneak around. I'm trying to sneak around, man. You have a throwing I unfortunately, knife? I've, I've, I unfortunately brought up the, the difficulty last time because I was, it was kind of, it was too busy, bo- it was boring playing it uh, on easy mode. So I've actually bumped up the, the damn difficulty. Yeah, bro, you're getting just straight. But go ahead, go ahead, I, Alex. You know what? Just kill me, kill me, kill me. The right audio now. listeners are just having kill me, a ball kill me, one. just kill me. All right, I'm dead. All right, I'm starting this all over. <laughs> right, keep talking. Keep what talking. Scene, um, mm. But no, no. Um, what I thought it was really cool was that they brought on the guy who created the game uh, to direct this episode. Oh, um, awesome! Which was which was really interesting for him to do. I think this is, I don't know if it's his first like uh, film debut in directing, but uh, no, it was just really cool to hear for that. And there was something very interesting that they mentioned at the uh, the end of the episode where they talk about how in the game they talk about there are the spores that are airborne. And like you go into certain areas in the in the game where you have to put on a gas mask, they made it in this game where they talked about how the fungus is like all hive mind, and if you step on it, you know it will yeah. react to um, a cordyceps from like miles away or whatever. Yeah. And the way how they come out of their uh, their mouths to interact with other people and everything like that, that was a way for it to spread. Um, I. I didn't completely understand the whole thing. I mean, that's kind of what the gist of it, I think. But um, we'll have to see as the show goes on. I don't know if we're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna do a, a sequence where they're gonna go underground and there's gonna be airborne particles everywhere, and you have to put on a gas mask or the characters have to put on the gas mask. I hope that's still in the game, but um, I don't know. But um, I no, I thought the the, the clickers looked very creepy, and that whole scene was just. It was it, like you said, Justin. It was Chef's kiss. Man. I love the way they moved too. It reminded me of that dude from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh it's yeah, the, or the even fawn, the nurses, the fawn, yeah. or yeah. even the nurses from uh, the uh, second Silent Hill film. Mm. Or was it the first one? It was either the first or second Silent Hill film. You had those nurses that are kind of like moving around, like all weird and stuff like that, which <laughs> makes it super creepy and, and fun to me. But. uh well, I will tell you this, Alex. Like we talked about this on the first episode, because I actually looked into it uh, or actually watched the thing from the last, first episode. But basically, uh, they are not going to do the gas mask thing because they didn't want to confuse people that are watching. Because most people would think, "Oh, if there's spores in the air, then anybody could catch it at any time. You should always wear a mask," kind of thing. So they kind of yeah. they took that out of the show. They're that not was the, doing that, that was the gist. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, I think that's so, what but to say. I do love this like hive mind, and it makes sense, right? There, it's fungus as plants and everything else right like they have this connective tissue kind of thing yeah exactly so like when you talk about the opening scene justin talk about the opening scene when they when they go to jakarta and Mm -hmm. it's and 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 in one of the 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 main infected lady that was being examined was a worker at a flower and grain store Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's something that that some people had already theorized from the first episode and stuff because of certain things they kind of set up where there were people eating biscuits and 
than the pancake mix thing, and they luckily didn't have none because they didn't eat yeah, the pancakes and everything else. Thank God they didn't have no pancake speaking mix. Of, <sighs> man, speaking of, so you know, remember, remember that old lady in episode one? She's eating the oats, right? Yeah, the oats. When she's when 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 uh when little girl they're even feeding her the biscuits. Remember, like no, the old exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the little girl is taking the uh, taking the um um the the movies, you can see in the back the old lady convert. She she's convulsing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So great touch. Like you right, you're 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 looking at the young girl picking a movie. You're like, oh yeah, pick the movie. But just like if you if you were paying attention, and if, even if you weren't, because I found out about it afterwards when someone pointed out she's convulsing. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, nice little touch. Yep. Nice and, touch. Well, on top of that, you remember uh, another thing. Luckily, because I would have been dead, because I'm going to tell you right now, they made the oatmeal raisin cookies. Yeah. And uh, the girl, Sarah, who was the girl who was playing that character, Sarah, yeah. like when she said the oatmeal raisin, like she kind of gave a look of disgust, but she was like, whatever, I'll be here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and she, like she even gave uh, her cookies to like uh, eat to take with her, and everything else. Put it in a container. Mm-hmm. But see, I'd have been dead because I would have ate one of those damn oatmeal raisin cookies. See, right here's the thing. Toe, here's the thing. I'd I hate. hate that shit. I, I hate. I I don't like oatmeal raisin. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's to me, it's like the the biggest underdog cookie out there. Like it, it's out there. It's one of my favorite cookies of all time. But like, see, I would have died because I'd have been eating the hell out of that cookie. <laughs> but dude, the. I love the cold open of the first episode where the scientists are sitting there talking about it and basically telling you how something she's, like this. She's having occur. lunch. She's having lunch. No, no, but I'm talking about the first episode, like whenever the two the two scientists are out there on the oh, yeah. talk show and they explain how these things could happen. Then on this episode, the cold open of the lady, like you said, in the restaurant eating, the police come and get her. And in that country and in that thing, that's a big deal. Like, oh my God, are, are you gonna take me and to on. wherever and like where are uh, we send squeezing? me off or whatever? And whenever uh, that's occurring, she's like, oh, my God, like, where am I going? Like, did I commit a crime and all this stuff? They get her there. They show her this stuff, uh, show her what's actually happening. Oh, my. And we talked about it endlessly on the reaction when we watched the show together is straight up 100 percent how hardcore that was because that lady said a bomb. And the guy's like, what? And she's like, bomb this city. Bomb everyone. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and that's it like she says that right and like she's upset she, and she wasn't even trying to get away she knew that my now she might even be affected she she's knew bomb everyone she, she wanted to go to her family she wasn't even trying to get out of the country before they take her advice and bomb and i thought that was a cool touch in this episode too later on when you go through, they're walking through some of the boston and there was actually like a bomb hole where a bomb hit. yeah and like <laughs> a crater had tried to bombs yeah where a crater where they had tried to bomb like the big cities and stuff man just every little touch and detail, like and there was a bomb real. at the end of the bomb at the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's every little piece of detail and thing that you could pay attention to. Like we brought up eating the biscuits, them not having the pancake mix, to set up all these little in- intricacies, man. All these little details and stuff. It's just so good and so great. You don't even get that from most movies and even most shows, but you're getting that on the first two episodes of this. Uh, season and I hope they keep knocking it out of the park. It's one of those things right now. It's like you're watching uh, the gymnast, right? She's on the bars and she's doing her thing, and you're like, Oh my god, this is oh, oh, look at that, uh-huh. look at this. And they're all like, Boom, oh, this has got to be a 10 out of 10. And then when they release and they land and they stumble, 
it not it makes it away takes it away from that 10 ranking and now she only gets like a seven and a half or an eight right and that's what i don't want them to do with this i hope they just keep it on i i feel in good hands though i don't feel yeah. worried i don't feel like there's a chance for that to happen to be honest with you i feel like just like some oatmeal raisin cookies that your grandma makes or whatever, man. I feel warm and cozy inside knowing that these people are taking care of this because they obviously – they these people look like they actually played the game, right? They played the mm-hmm. game and interacted with it some, and they, they thought the story was it. good. They have respect some for of the, it. Yeah, yeah some of the biggest problems out there – fair respect is a great word that you just brought up. Some of the biggest problems that we have out there right now with a lot of this crap and the reason why it turns out to be crap is because of the simple fact of people not respecting the actual and, original story and, and they want to try to make a name it. for themselves, right? Well, not, not even that. They want to make a name for themselves and make you want, it You want to know who did so, that? You want to know who did that? I'm, I'm, I'm calling his ass out, but I'm going to call him out. M. Night Shyamalan, when he made The Last Airbender, he had no respect for the source material. He he had he didn't research anything, and it was a shit fest. No, nah, he's my favorite stunk. director, but I will never, ever, ever stop somebody from complaining about that film. Because that you're right. movie is god that awful. Movie, that movie was something that he volunteered to no, do it, because his kids like the cartoon yeah, or kids, whatever. Exactly, and, and it wasn't yeah. him that liked the cartoon, right? It was his kids. He did it for them, and he thought he could just walk in there and do it without having to do all this stuff. Obviously, because yeah, he didn't no. do it, he didn't pay yeah, attention to detail. That. But more recently, look at things like we have with like Henry Cavill. But you don't know. But here's the thing, Justin. Here's the thing. No, but you don't want a fanboy, though. You don't want a fanboy. You want someone who respects it and can create a good art, but not someone who's a fanboy out here just making random nonsense. You yeah, know yeah. I, mean? I mean, of course, but like I, that, that's the thing. That's why I said your biggest word there was respect, because that's why the Henry Cavill stuff's happening with The Witcher right now is because people do not respect the source material like he respects the source material uh, whenever he decided to jump on there. That's why he ended up leaving. Uh, any of these things like Assassin's Creed, for instance, you play the game 90% of the time in the actual historical spot that they put you in. You don't mm-hmm. play it 90% in the real world. They took that and flipped it on his head. And the cool parts of that movie, for instance, is them going there back in history, doing that kind of stuff, not the real world stuff. Nobody cares because you barely spend any time in the real world in the actual video game. It's stuff like, uh, Dude, I really thoroughly enjoyed and I know this is like kind of like not the greatest thing because some people don't enjoy it, but I really thoroughly enjoyed the first that new the newest Resident Evil movie that came out, Raccoon City, because it actually paid homage to the game and actually did a lot of the things that the game did. And I thought it, it close more closely resembled the game than like any of the others before it. So I actually really enjoyed that. Uh and everything else, even though they had some more changes than they probably should have had even in that movie. But like this is like, dude. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. And, and it. also a big thing about this, and you know, respect goes a long way. And especially with, I think Craig Mays and Neil Druckmann, you got the guy who has played the game at least forty times. Has said on interviews, he's loved. He loves this game, and he got the actual guy who created the game to you know co uh, co produce, co executive, co write. This whole uh this no, but here's the thing, thing, Alex. Yeah. The difference but no, is no, 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 no. Let me just add on to your point, then you can finish your thought. Instead of just get, no, because then sometimes I just give them producer credit and be like, hey, here's your producer edit. He's get out of here. Yeah, he's yeah. But he's involved, exactly. Alex. Continue he's expanding in, on your point. But he's involved. But when it comes to these properties, I mean, not just talking about video games, comic book movies, um, uh, just IP in general, just passion. You gotta have the passion for it. When you when I make art, when I make graphics for you guys, I'm passionate about it. 
when you know when someone wants to do something for you, it's passion, it's respect and passion, dude. But what I'll say, um, you know, I, I really think these guys know what they're doing. And um, Craig Mason, man, when when Chernobyl dropped, bro, that was just incredible. And when I heard you know him doing this, and it was crazy. He was he's people were at HBO were like, all right, we can we can help you adapt anything you want. He's like, well, I want to do a video game. I'm like, all right, pick what any video game you want. And he was like, you know what? Let's do The Last of Us. And he was, and the executive was like, okay, we're interested. <laughs> and then that's that's where I went off now. Um, I also fun fact. I also want to backpedal just a little bit. When we go to the Jakarta scene in the beginning of the um, the beginning of this episode, do you remember in the kitchen scene in the first episode when uh, Tommy? Joel and Sarah are all eating breakfast and stuff. Joel mm -hmm. mentions Jakarta, right? Isn't that out in like the Middle East or something like that? Yeah. The, the radio is mentioning how because I, I just rewatched the first episode, funny enough. Um, so I, I thought that was like a really nice hit because a Bro, lot of people so be much like, detail. I know. I know. Some people would be like, why the fuck are we going to Jakarta? But no, it makes sense because if you watch the first episode, you know. Anyway. Um, I was I was gonna say that uh like from an outside thoughts, point of view, speaking, uh, seeing you guys talk about the show, not to compare the two, but it seems like the deviations they're making, they're staying true to the game by what you guys are saying, which everyone's liking, but the deviations they're making, you're also liking, uh, as compared to like Game of Thrones, you know, those last two seasons, a lot oh, of shit. people didn't oh, like shit. that. Oh, shit. oh, man. Sorry, my bad. Continue, man. No, you're good. But, um, yeah, I like, I like seeing that contrast that where these guys are deviating, people are following and liking. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, because yeah, yeah, man, it's, 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 yeah, man. It's the expansion. They also expand a lot of stuff too, not yeah. just deviate. You know, they added they like that um that scene in Jakarta. You know, that's not in the game. They yeah. put that in there, and some of the stuff or the that, beginning cold open of the first episode. Yeah, exactly. And uh, also, I heard that you know the the creator of the game, he had a lot of stuff that was on the cutting room floor that he didn't he wasn't able yeah. to put in the game. That kind of wasn't as relevant, you know, and stuff like that. So they were able to do that in this. And also, I like to say, you know, with um, we talk about fanboys and and whatnot, you know, it's 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 great for creators to come in and be able to not only honor and, you know, respect and be passionate about the material that they're adapting or making. But it's also good for them to, you know, to realize we can make deviations here and there for story purposely. And uh deviations and expansions both of those combined you know and uh i think what they're doing here is just fantastic all around no yeah, yeah. look big key here is I, I told this in the first review in that first episode and it's like i told people like they haven't played the game like matt or whoever else you know mm -hmm. out there that was listening is in the video game they get they can get you attached to a character way more easily you know how they let you play Sarah. You thought yeah. when you started the game, because that was the first player you controlled, this is a main character. This is who I'm going to be controlling for maybe most of the game, if not all of it. Okay, I'm down. Okay, cool. I'm this character. I'm Sarah. And you played it because you had the controller in your hand. You made Sarah walk where you wanted Sarah to walk. They can't do that in the show. They can't give you a controller and you automatically get that attachment from the very beginning as a character that you're playing in a video game. Right. Yeah. So they couldn't do that. But so what did they do? They let you live a day in her life. Right. 
They didn't overdo it. They didn't like make the first episode as just her going to school one day or anything like that. But they let you live with her throughout a whole entire day to kind of get more of mm-hmm. like, oh, this is her like personality. This is what she likes to do. Oh, this girl's kind of cool. I hope she's making she's likable. Everything else. Right. They let you feel that before they gave you what they gave you in the game. See, in the game, when Sarah's ultimate demise, you know, happens, it's still tragic and you feel it. And you might even get a lump in your throat. You might even feel it deep down in your heart because you just controlled this girl. Right. You just lived by controlling this girl at the very beginning of this game in the show because they couldn't do that. They did the perfect thing. They added this girl. They let you like this girl. They let you think this girl is cool. So when she gets shot by the soldier, it's not just the, well, I didn't really know her that much. I mean, yeah, that sucks that his daughter died, but like, uh, no, dude, they let you feel it, right? Like, let you get it. It was that gut punch that you got. If you were a video game player, you got that faster. In the show, they took it slower so that the people that didn't know the game would get that same gut punch that you got playing the game. And this is one of the things that's like so awesome and so amazing uh, throughout even like uh, episode two, right? Like in the game, they don't explain too much about what happened, about where this thing fully started and all that. They give you a little bit of hints. If you read some of the things you can pick up through the game and everything, yeah, you can get little details here and there and all that stuff, but it's not fully fleshed out. It's, it's there for your imagination and everything, which is fine and cool. But in a show where a lot of people, casual fans, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, are going to get involved, this builds that world even more. Now you understand and fully get why this is happening or where it came from, right? And and now, oh, man, this is like even – it's even more gripping, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the thing is you don't just have to take everything word from word and put it in a, in a show or whatever. Mm-hmm to be true to it you can make deviations but that's one of the things that matt said right it's like oh y'all are liking it because it's staying true to the story of the video game but they are making deviations but it seems like y'all are liking it too because all it does is enrich the same story that we got in the video game it's not changing the story of the video game it's still the same it's enriching it it's giving people like alex and me and even Ferris right now, who's playing the game as we do this review, mm-hmm. it's giving us time to sit back and go enjoy these extra scenes, right? Like if you're a video game player and you played this game, that that first scene of the first show, the and living with Sarah for a little bit, not just like speeding through it like you do kind of in the game a little bit. And in this episode where you got to see the lady eating lunch and then we get to see like some of where this stuff may have started. Uh, and what may have caused it like bro it's just nothing but added morsels like you know what i'm saying like one of these like remasters if they would have added that stuff into that video game like a cutscene that you would have saw you would have loved it you would have been like oh man they added this really cool thing in there oh shit they're fleshing out the story even more and that's what they're doing and using this show for man yeah and it's not a damn cut but a lot of gamers <laughs> would get annoyed by that because they're not in control of that and plus what is what is spectacular about this game and or the show particularly is that these creators know the highlights they know the the parts the 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 main story beats that are so important like this this sequence right here that ferris is playing right now when joel and ellie they're going through an um a dilapidated um like apartment building or something like that office building like that's not in the show but you know it is i mean it is it is I mean, it's not as crucial, but it is like 
you know, you feeling out the world, what is Boston? What is Boston in this dystopian world? And how do you, you know, fight off these zombies? You know, but again, um, again, it's just, it's remarkable for what they're doing here. Yeah. And I, I like how you said uh, in the beginning for the intro, they're using the, the game music. That's cool. Yeah. I love, yeah. The score is so good. Um, yeah. There's no reason why you should not, shouldn't, they should yep. have uh, not gotten the report. <laughs> And Even uh, ain't broke, don't fix it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And I think another good sign, too, is that we are seeing that many clickers this early. Like, they didn't just throw it all in the first episode to, like, get people into it like that. But they waited till the second to show them. And I think we're going to see a lot of them throughout the show. That and was my uh, that was my thought. Oh, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, and, I think. His variations. Oh, 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 they killed me. I, they, I'm I do want to temper expectations for the third <laughs> episode, though, because I'm having to do that myself. These first two episodes were fantastic, amazing. I don't think the third episode is going to be bad by any stretch of the imagination. But you got to think about what we got. The first episode, you get to see Sarah and her downfall and how Joel had to, like, uh, live with that situation at least a little bit. You know, it's 20 years later, and he's, at, he's you know, had all this time to – uh, go through all that when he beats to death that soldier and stuff and he because he has that flashback of what happened to his daughter and everything else right yeah like you see that and you feel that and everything else and that's a big emotional way to end this thing in this episode uh let's talk about it a little bit probably the biggest thing in this episode is the fact that they got split up they got in uh, a fight altercation with some clickers the first time we get to see them in the show on the second the museum episode. yeah in in the museum and everything else and all that stuff or actually they're going through the uh hotel or whatever at the time but no matter what, they go in through this stuff, they get into this altercation, um, and Tessa gets a uh, bit, right? And it's the same way in the video game. You really don't know it until at one point she finally just shows it. Like, I got, uh, damn it. Like I keep, I'm, I keep, I keep, I keep, I keep giving away my position. But yeah, but like, oh yeah, I'm done. Like, uh, this is what happens. And they show that in this show, right? Like, yeah, she gets bit. And like how fast and how rapid because she got bit in the neck. Like it only takes like maybe an hour or two. You even got to see that chart what in the first the episode hell? of like a cordon on where you got bit. Uh, like how long it takes you to turn into one of these things. And like she got yeah. bit, bit in the neck, which means she probably has like one, two hours tops. Yeah. Right. And she shows she got them. bit in the museum, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like when she shows that, that's a gut wrench. And again, this, this character that you kind of uh, grew to already get to know and everything else is now getting taken away from you so fast again. You know, yeah. Sarah got taken away from you. She's getting taken away from you. And then like she dies even in a more heroic fact, like this will be a change. This, that's not how exactly how she died. She does get bit in the game the same way the show does. So that's 100% true. But how she goes out is different than the game, but they made it even more heroic. They made it yeah. even more gut wrenching. Dramatic. Watch. For her to have to like do what she does to save them so that they can get away because now she truly believes that this girl can be the answer you know what i'm saying and because yeah. she's dying and she knows she's done she's got to do what she's got to do but that right there is truly amazing another chef kiss thing like you can deviate only to make the story the original story maybe just a little better right you're not deviating to, to change the story you're deviating to make the story even more rich and that's what's amazing and awesome about this. And like, like I said, man, there's so many good things I could talk about it. But man, let's go down the road right here. Uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Like with that scene, uh, with her showing that she was bit and everything. Like, yeah. Uh, how powerful was that for you? What did you think about like that happening? Yeah, I was real shocked when that happened because I even had to ask you guys, was she bit? 
And everyone's like, yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Because I, I felt this is exactly what you said. Like, dude, we've been with this chick for the like first episode and a half, basically. She's like, all we know. And now she's gone. She's out. And she basically pulled like a holdo maneuver and said, I'm going to take yep. all these fools out on my own. <laughs> yeah, she did. But like now to finish my point, because I started on the thing and then started talking about the uh, that whole situation there at the end of the show. But I, what I'm saying is about the third episode, hold your expectations in. The third episode is probably going to be the slowest one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The slowest one of uh, these that we've seen so far, because you're not going to get somebody else coming around and dying immediately or anything like that, right? You're going to not going to get that in the third episode. It's probably going to be a lot of dialogue building up the character between um, between you know the two main characters in this, Pedro Pascal and the Ramsey girl. They're going to get together and 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 be part of this thing. Bella, and like Bella I think they're going to, they're yeah, they're going to have uh, yeah, they're going to have a relationship building time. I think in the third episode, which is something I think we need overall for the show towards the end. It all can't be balls of the wall like someone dies or something like that every time. Like uh, there's going to be have to be an episode where we get some character building. I think that's going to happen in the third episode. Is what I'm thinking. So hold your expectations in because everything might not be as crazy or the endings of the shows may not be as crazy as these first two. But Alex, man, what did you think about the change they did uh, to her death and like uh, that kind of stuff? Um, what was it's interesting also, you know, I also mentioned how like, you know, the sequence right here, the Ferris is in where he's in the office building and then you eventually get finally to the museum them. and whatnot. Finally killed them. You finally, finally got him there. Them. There you go. Um, it's it's like very crazy to see how all these sets come to life because in this video game there's so many places you go to and the amount of craftsmanship that a lot of these people that put into making all the the, you know, the stagecraft and like the sets and everything it's crazy for what they'll do and and here like i remember in the game the setting is just a lot bigger for when you know she goes out and there was that um that was interesting with the with the whole kiss sequence yeah, with the cordyceps kissing. Oh yeah, man, that made it. Oh god, that that put the cringe on your face. Because yeah. she was basically like telling them like she's the one that triggered them, right? That's why she did that so that they would think they accomplished what they were trying to do mm -hmm. by getting triggered. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so yeah, well, because I think what happened was like, uh, you know, Joel shot that one zombie. And, and then, then he got attached to the thing, to the plankton or whatever you want to call it, the fungus or whatever. It, so. And then yeah. they all like rallied. So I don't think it was because she triggered them. I think when Joel did that yeah. and triggered the whole situation, she that's why I meant to like, save them. She like tricked them into thinking that she was the one that triggered the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. They found she... who got exactly. Yeah. Well, that and like I'm gonna tell you like uh, something. I think he Matt or somebody else said like uh, during the actual like show when we were doing uh, watching the show together was uh, body horror. There was there was yeah. that in this episode. Oh, when 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 the doctors, doctors pulling, yeah, pulling the, the doctors pulling out. those tendrils or whatever they are called, like out uh, of the mouth, uh, that whole scene, and then here at the very end, they come back because that one gets up close to uh, Tess and like uh, gives her that kiss of death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that right it was, there, that it was, was you, Tess. <laughs> I yep. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was you, Fredo. Yeah, how they yeah how they use like those little tendrils that come out of the mouth, especially that scene when like you get to see all those zombies just like 
it looks like they were rolling around in the grass when you when they're all looking up from that uh high rise and then uh you know um tess was telling um ellie like you know they're all hive mind connected and everything like that and they all like tumble yeah where she where she breaks it down for her yeah and then when all the zombies get triggered all of them just wake up and they start running i bet justin had a crazy like bro i loved every second of it man like there's like i said like usually when we do a review, we'll talk about all the good things and like maybe what our favorite scene was and stuff. And I'm I'm sure we're gonna do that for this one too. But we also usually have a thing to where hey, uh, talk about your complaints, talk about your gripes, talk about the one thing in this episode that you didn't like or whatever. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Call us what you will. Shield. I don't whatever. have one. Hey, I don't that, have one. Yeah, say that we're getting paid by the Last of Us crew or Sony or whoever. Yeah, I would. Oh, that'd be great. Paid. That'd be awesome. I would. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you, you want to pay us? But guess what? They did such a great job. They ain't got to pay no damn body for positive mm-hmm. reviews. Because we're paying like, them. Literally, yeah, literally, they don't have to do any of that because I can't think of anything, like even almost nitpicky wise. Like if you brush through something with a fine tooth comb every time you're going to find something you could nitpick about but i'm telling you man i've watched the first episode two or three times i'm going to watch this episode multiple times and i don't see where i could pick out something that just oh my god that's like either even sort of like obvious like the thing is is like after you watch it more than once like this is that one show too where you can watch it more than once because yeah. like like you just said like that first episode i've watched it twice and didn't really pick up because I wasn't paying attention to it. The radio talking about the city that we went to in this episode, right? Yeah. Like I didn't have to, that's an enriching detail. Like it's oh, yeah, so by detailed. the way, speaking of that detail, Justin, where she breaks the code and says, Oh, songs of the 1980s means bad news. Yeah. Right. And guess yeah. a song on the radio looked up that song and it right. came out in 1987. Yep. And guess. That means something bad's coming. Something oh, bad's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, another, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What were we going to say? I was going to say another small detail, but that really impressed me was the green screen work on this show. Because, uh, like, especially when they're on that rooftop, man, they do it even in Marvel movies with their big budgets. They still do it. It looks like crap. You totally see they're on a green screen. But when they were on that rooftop, that was still convincing looking. And you know the set was only probably 10 feet long or something like that. You could tell it was a small set they were on. But the green screen work on this show is excellent. Like, I appreciate that personally I mean, as someone who looks at that. That's one of the things, and I hope, like, some people catch on to this, and I hope some people watch our reviews, not just because of what we have to say about it, but because of what we're trying to do differently. And that's play, like, have playthrough of the game while we're actually yeah. talking about the show and everything else. Because – like a while ago, Alex was talking and I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at uh, Ferris playing the game and like I almost interrupted, but I didn't because I wanted him to get through with his point is like he was talking about how things looked and the set looked literally the buildings that they did go through in this episode and like uh, do their thing in like obviously in the game, it takes you longer. You have to go through more uh, pieces to get to a certain point and everything else. Uh, to get through it because it's a game they're wanting to give you more game time but the stuff that we did go through like the museum and stuff like looks so close to some of the like design of the game yeah like it's so close like i I look over there to the left sometimes i get confused am i watching the show or am Uh i watching the game to a certain point right that's how 
closely resemble like in the feel it is. And I want to also give props to in the last episode, they gave us a little like fun thing. So Sony obviously does Uncharted and The Last of Us. Uh, in the first episode, Ellie was wearing a shirt, this exact same shirt that uh, the, the young kid from Uncharted was wearing. Uh, when you first see him as a young kid that, that was wearing the same shirt, kind of like a little uh, Easter egg there for people. And this mm. episode, though, they naturally go into the same flow and stuff of the video game. They literally are dressed pretty much exactly like uh, the video game. She went to the red hoodie, uh, everything else. Uh, like Joel obviously looks like Joel. Like, man, you can't pick a better Pedro Pascal. God, yeah, every time I see him in the show, Mandalorian, this show, Ferris is a big fan of Narcos that he's in. <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen yet, but I'm pretty sure oh, I love his. He's really good in Narcos. I would love him in that, dude. Like, I'm telling you right now, every time I see that man, he gets exponentially sexier. He also <laughs> he's also, uh, he's also FBI agent Jesse uh, Padillo in Graceland as well. Oh, shit. He, no, he, but, like, bro, he's knocking it out of the park, dude. Yeah. Knocking it out of the park. And the crazy part is it's like it's it's not like he has this huge plate on him on him like with dialogue and stuff it's his charisma the look yeah he just uses it bro yeah, yeah but his facial expressions and stuff he gives you so much with like he's one of the best like sometimes this has a negative connotation what? people say I did, face actor. I... you're a face actor right like that's yeah. that's a negative connotation to a lot of people but man he does it all so well. I'm, I, I'm literally shooting you. I'm literally shooting you. What hey, is bro, going on? I'm what literally you think going to happen when you skip from easy to hard. <laughs> well, I was going to say too, he plays unfazed and weathered so well. Like, like he has lived in this world for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like he's seen a ton of shit and this is yeah. just some new stuff that's popped up that he's got to deal with. And he, okay. he's unfazed. Like I work at a job where there's some public, you know, public people from the public to walk in. It, it, perfect example is a day we had somebody that looks like they seen some shit in their life. Let me tell you something. And, but they and they look like they look like they had seen that shit. Every ounce of that shit rolled across them. Is look that's what it looked like. Pedro where's Pascal. The, where's the two by four? Where is the two Pedro by four? Pedro Pascal find the- is that that it, Person that you know by looking at them, they've been through the shit, but they yeah. look st- they still look good, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like they still look sexy afterwards. Like th- that's very few and far between, man. Very few and far between. He does have that look of a person that's had to live through some bad things. Yeah. Like yeah, man, I mean, he is. He is. And he is uh, everything. One thing I want to say is a bit off topic. But I heard that there are people talking shit about uh, the child actress on here about her looks. Miss me with that shit. I don't yeah, want yeah, to hear that. Fourteen. Kind of yeah, she's fourteen. Miss horrible, that. dude. Horrible. Like, is That's she actually fourteen real life? Like, or is she just playing the fourteen-year-old character? If, or she's, is she a 14 she's probably older. No, no. I think yeah. I think she's older. I think she's. I think she's legitimately fourteen. Oh, okay. Because in Game of Thrones, she was ten. Oh yeah, yeah, that that right. makes sense. Like she might be fifteen or sixteen, but like yeah. that because like that was in her parts in that show was probably like four or five or six years. But still, she's still young. She's still in her teens yeah. at that point. If she was ten in the Game of Thrones, I'll fact like, bro, Miss me with that. She like I'm. I agree with you, man. Y'all getting it twisted out there, bro. Because yeah. she's doing a fabulous, awesome, amazing job, man. The she's, way she's acting. She's the, nineteen. Yeah, the quips oh. that she's throwing out there and and everything. I mean, she else, looks super young. It's yeah, crazy. Like, but the but the way that she's like, uh, she play, yeah, 
I mean, like even if she doesn't resemble the girl from the game 100%, who cares? Like I said, the dialogue, the way she does, the the timing that she does things in, the way that she's acting and everything. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe this episode turned those people around. But yeah, if there's people legitimately talking crap, dude, she is knocking it out of the park as well. This show would not be as good if she wasn't pulling her weight. She's pulling her weight. The lady that played Tess, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she Anna did Torf. great for the part she did until she, you know, unfortunately passed away in the show tonight, <clears throat> but like in a heroic fashion. But like, bro, like there's nobody so far in this thing that like uh, is somebody that I would say they needed to recast. The girl that played Sarah that looked completely different because obviously mm-hmm. she had to be like a Latino. Kenny Newton's daughter. Yeah, not like a regular, she couldn't be a run-of-the-mill white girl. Obviously, Pedro Pascal's her dad, so that she had to be Latino. She knocked it out of the park. She did not- great. I didn't care what she looked like. I don't care if she's not Latino for real, Ferris. The oh. point is they had to get somebody that would look the part of possibly being his kid because, like, he is Latino, right? They couldn't just go with, like, Sarah, uh, uh, Alex White, Sarah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go around with that. Alex White, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just look, man. Man, white. My lighting's really white, right? Yeah, yeah. But but my point being is, is like they couldn't go with that. So like, I'm cool that everything looks different. I am fine if you're doing things certain ways. Now, and it doesn't look forced. It looks natural. Okay, they picked Pedro Pascal. To me, Pedro looks a lot, very similar to the character in the game, Joel that we actually play in the video game, to be honest with you. So I think that's a not, he looks like the character and he obviously uh, can act very well. So you pick him, then you got to kind of devise everything around him because you've got your number one pick. Right. So I get why they did what they did, but nah, man, she's killing it. But like even his brother that we'll eventually see yep. at some point, uh, his brother, if you, Oh my God, I saw somebody do it on YouTube on a YouTube video. And I wish I knew like the name of the person that did it so I could drop it. But like Tommy in the video game, they actually had the video game and Tommy talking and then Tommy from the show talking. Like at the same time, you literally couldn't tell them the difference. The dude that plays Tommy in the show Luna. Yeah, sounds exactly like Tommy from the video game. It's almost like he voice acted it. Almost like he voice acted himself. He didn't, but it sounds so good, dude. They knocked it out of the park. And I don't want to hear no cool. Listen, I... People do crap for clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. if we wanted to do that, we could have sit here and we could title this, oh, Last of Us sucks or something. A bunch of people would watch it and everything else because they're like, why is this person saying it sucks when everybody else is saying how great it is? But I'm I'm real. I'm honest. I'm going to be truthful. I hope we gain fans and I hope we gain subscribers and followers because, like, we're true. We're honest. We're fans just like you are hanging out. And doing a show together and kind of like hopefully that sinks in and everybody else that watches it. Hopefully, like we showcase that. But like that's a bunch of fake stuff, man. It's like some of the people out there for Star Wars, Star Wars theory and the like that just say stupid crap, like, oh wait, I saw a bolt in the andor. So like <laughs> because they showed me a screw, it kind of took me out of man. Get out of here with that bull crap, dude. And get out of here if you're trying to bash the young girl playing Ellie in this uh show so far, because to me, especially this episode. Like, you couldn't really tell that much from the first episode. You didn't really get to hang out with her and live with her for a little while. We did in this episode. She did great. Yeah. Awesome. The, the, Amazing. Uh, the, ban- the banter between her yes, and her and Bella Ramsey and uh, Pedro, Pe- Pedro Pascal's scene. banter is like Ellie and Joel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, to me, it seems like she's playing a game in this show. 
Because mm-hmm. remember how she like went up to that that thing? She's like, I'll take your finest sweet, blah, blah, blah. Like to her, it's all a game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. th- I like that aspect of it. Like that keeps it real. Like a little kid wouldn't be thinking like this is dire shit, you know? They'd want well, to I mean, play around. Yeah. I think there's a point in this episode that we can talk about when they first look over that ledge and she sees all those oh, bodies oh, on the shit. ground riding yeah. and everything else. And uh, then uh, Tess is able to like actually talk to her a little bit and everything else. And like she's like, yo, I sh-, she's basically showing her that to show her this is for real. Yeah. This is crazy. Like this ain't from a book. This ain't something you dreamed about. This is for real. This is real life. Look at all these. And it's like, okay, I think she's sinking in now that this is life or death, that this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's just really, uh, when people complain about looks for certain characters, like, look, for me, if you wanted the cast based off looks, I would have gotten Jamie Land, the guy who played Jamie Lannister, to play Joel. He looks a lot like him. Does that mean he's fit for the role? No. I don't nah. I haven't seen his audition tape. I wouldn't I, would, I wouldn't director. I wouldn't so, want him in place of Pedro Pascal. No. Nah. I like Pedro. I think Pedro's a really, really talented guy. And I think the guy who played Jamie Lannister is also amazing. Yeah. Nikolai Calsterwalda. Yeah. Um, and you know, Bella and Bella Ramsey, you know. What she did in Game of Thrones, it was very small from what we saw, but still, like, she had a really demanding presence. Yeah. And, oh, everyone you know, remembers her character, you know? A little bear. Yeah. yeah. Little... Well, guys, we're, we're, we've gotten to an hour. Uh, yep. so let's, um, let's get our final thoughts on the show. And uh, what do you guys think is going, is going to, is, is where it's going to go forward? Starting with, uh, let's don't start with Matt, then Alex, then we'll finish off with uh, Justin. All right. Matt. Um, where this is going, I don't know. Apparently, he's taking her to the next uh, people that are going to help hand her off. I don't see that going well. <laughs> um, but, I, dude, I'm just excited to see wherever this goes, honestly. Like, uh, it's all a new experience to me. But I'm enjoying the, the journey, so I'm happy with it. And I'm happy to see everyone else is really enjoying it also, because that's awesome. Alex. Yeah, but, yeah, man, this show is... Uh firing on all cylinders i was so excited to watch tonight because i really was just off that high from the first episode that came out last week and um next week is going to be i think an hour and 20 minutes too so i hope they keep doing this format where it's like an hour and 20 then maybe 50 minutes then rinse and repeat you know um i think we might we'll probably get some flashbacks here and there for the next episode i don't know completely but um I'm really curious for what they're going to do for the next episode, introducing Bill and all that. Yeah. Um, Justin. Yeah. Finish it up, man. I, I'll add on to that, man. It's just like I can't talk about where I think it's going to go because obviously me and Alex have both played the game, and if we did, we'd just spoil it all for you guys. But, like, uh, there are going to be some new characters, which ain't spoiling anything. Everybody knows that. You're going to meet new people and stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how they're portrayed and how they're shown and everything else. Uh, so that's going to be fun. That's going to be exciting. I'm I, like I said, I think this next episode is going to be a little bit more low key than the first two episodes, obviously. But I do think it's going to be very important. I'm going to be uh, in, in, in really involved in uh, watching uh, Joel and, and Ellie uh, get back together, get involved here, uh, do their thing and like maybe even enrich our characters even more than they've already mm-hmm. been. They've already been knocking it out of the park. So I'm expecting nothing less than a home run from episode to episode here. Uh, and I do actually like the thing that like uh, Alex just brought up. The episodes are different times because I'm actually telling you right now, if you want to make a good show, make a really long movie 
and then cut it into a show. And that look that seems like what they're doing here, right? Where they basically film this really long movie and they're cutting the episodes where they think it makes sense and where it could end each episode at. Because I think both of these first two episodes has been cut where they needed to be cut. Uh, as far Almost as feature length. And everything. Yes, Almost. exactly. Yeah. Uh, just great and wonderful things. Uh, reiterate the fact that they would have took these first two episodes, put them in a movie theater, the first movie of a trilogy for The Last of Us. Uh, we would be talking about this is the greatest ever video game to show or not to show at that time, but the big screen adaption. It would have that reward wrapped up in the bag. Uh, this thing right here, this show is going to obviously win Emmys, whatever you can for a show. I wish it was in like the actual movie theater and, and it would have been released as a movie because I really think that the, the acting and everything else, the set design, the costumes, the makeup, the sound, all this stuff put together could at least win some kind of Oscar. Will it win best movie of the year? I don't know. Probably best not. Because but, but, but no, I'm saying if they would have made these first two episodes a movie, like it could have been nominated for Oscars and stuff. I think at this point for some technical ones, especially or whatever. Now nah, I probably wasn't going to win best movie of the year because you know what? They don't like horror films and, and, and comedies or anything like that. Specifically horror. They're never going to win an Oscar for best uh, film of the year. To be honest with you, they might get close every now and then. Like, uh, what was it? Her hereditary? No, not hereditary, but the uh, summer. No, not even midsummer. The the one that the Asian guy did. Uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Parasite. Parasite came pretty close or whatever, getting some big did, time. Didn't uh, it win? That one best picture. That one best picture. No, oh, best it did picture. win best picture. Okay, so that was like, I mean, I would that say was that really was really hard. That was really like, hard. I thought, actually, I thought it actually. I think got it's all genres. I think it's like every. Genre I think I think that movie has no genre because it's like. I don't. It's I mean, got aspects I've, of all. I've, I've heard like, it's like multi. I haven't watched it honestly. Oh, like fair, I still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry it. to admit that. And it's, it's not like no, 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 no. no. And, and like I just want to point out, jealous. it's not like it's not like oh, you're not watching it. You, you just want to be that guy. It's like no, I just I just haven't watched it. It's, no, it's I'm just, jealous. I'm jealous for you because I I, I would love to watch that again for the first time. Yeah. It's good, it's but uh, yeah. Uh, in, in closing, uh, just man, oh, said it a couple times already. Chef's kiss. This is gonna be great. It's awesome. It's amazing. I'm glad I got to watch it with some of my friends here. And everything else glad we can review it and all this other stuff oh, but and i i just feel like that man you know what i'm saying that warm apple pie that that <laughs> a grandmother makes for you and, you and you sit inside of her house on a cold winter day in front of the fireplace and just chill man that kind of comfort oh, level yeah that kind of awesomeness like the man it just feels so good it feels so warm to be involved in this universe in this way with these shows and how great they put this together obviously with care love respect we brought that up a couple times but yeah dude i can't i could keep going i could talk for another three days you know straight about how great and awesome uh these uh first two episodes have been for the last of us like and not even be like i'm not even exaggerating like really truthfully you can tell by the way i'm just excited about talking about it here but yeah ferris we'll let you take us out all right guys y'all have one for night I can find us on this channel. Uh, I believe this review is coming out Tuesday, 3 o'clock. So make sure to like and subscribe. We're at 788 subscribers on this channel. That's 12 away from nine from 800 and 220. 212 away right. from 1,000. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest, the, the biggest downfall... Of watching this episode and reviewing it 
has not been anything to do with the show. It's your map skills and your video game playing skills. You died like six times. It's, it's, yeah, it's been bad. You died like six times, Ferris. I've been counting. Okay. Granted, granted he's, he's, all, he's like triple tasking. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to. It, I was just trying to end us out on a funny joke, but yeah, Ferris, man, you want me to hit those things? Hit those things, man, because I got to wager this man to walk around, walk down that hallway. As we get out of here, as always, we we always like to uh, give a big shout out to our Patreons. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. It makes us even better videos. We, we get to like get editors and stuff. Me and Ferris and a couple of these other people, man, we don't know how to edit. So we got to get somebody and pay somebody to do it and stuff. So thank you guys for helping the support. For however little or however much you do, we appreciate every single one of you. And with that being said, until next week, peace.